Hale Varsity Radio every weekday afternoon from 4 to 6 p.m. Hale Varsity Radio is the best sports talk radio show around, and you'll never go a day without exclusive Husker coverage. On air, online, and on podcast. Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbal have you covered every weekday, 4 to 6 p.m. with Hale Varsity Radio. Welcome to NBNR, the authority on unfiltered opinions and authentic player insight for Nebraska athletics. Connect with us on Twitter, Instagram, and at nbnrpodcast.com. We have a saying, no block, no rock. You know, we just really love Hunter. He's a junkyard dog. Hey, Kenny Bell ran up to me and like, you know what you just, what you just did? <laughs> you get mad. You're going to get in the portal and go to another podcast? You know, usually dumbbells are in pairs. They had five dumbbells. Hang on it, Muhammad. GBR. Go Big Red indeed. No blocks, no rock. Season 2, episode 45. We're laughing, we're going. I'm not stopping. 33 days until kick. (laughs) We are, once again, in the Nebraska Brewing Company tap room. 108th in Harrison. (laughs) In La Vista, Nebraska. Not Omaha, not Ralston, not Gretna, Gertna. La Vista. Of course, the La Vista LVOG over here is like fussing about LV, even though you say this isn't LV because it's way too west. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's still LV on the map. Yeah. Whenever, my house was in LV and you're like, nah, you a Miller boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this ain't Miller. This is LV, baby. Mike, we, we got in a little argument about, you know, summer versus fall traditions. I say what you have is... You got me thinking a little bit. I'm, I might concede to your point. It's in between summer and fall. It's complicated. And guess All what right? we're in right now? A complicated state. Yeah, we are in a complicated state. Yes. And you're drinking a very not so complicated drink because it is 100, 110% delicious no matter which way you slice it, no matter what season you're drinking it in. Mike, what are you drinking? I'm drinking that Gimme S'mores. Gimme, gimme. It literally tastes like you are eating a s'mores. <laughs> But a liquid beverage that can get you drunk. I mean, it's it's awesome. It's a great beer. It's, I have it all year round. It's a you know what it is, Kyle. It's a very viscous s'more. Ooh, viscous. Viscous. I'm stealing Mike's word of the day. No, he mentioned it. He mentioned mentioned it in our episode because he's very smart. Like <laughs> I, I mentioned the word viscosity. Viscous. Viscosity. Same thing. <laughs> yeah. Good job, Mike. Dictionary reader over here. Smart boy. Yeah, idiot. Just shut up over there. He shook his head too. Mike, who's can't, he has no grammar at all. What is word? Fucking viscosity in our fucking interview. All right. Sorry. I I cussed a little bit there. Kyle, your usual? The usual Takrovesa? Okay. Uh, see, yeah. See, see. Yep. It's it's. I'm just like. What I else? Say, can, I say it every week. What it's else just, can you say about it? Yeah. It's the go-to beer. Like it's just it's. The B. Riley special. Yep. B. Riley special. Shout out B. Riley. B. Riley. It's your special. Yeah. I guess I should just start saying it. The the KB special. Come on now. Give yourself some credit. All right. Um, I am also drinking the Taco Vesa. Taco Vesa. Yeah. I said it like that. See? It's very light. It's like a... Mike says it's like a less skunky version of Corona. Yeah. That is the best way to describe it. I don't care what the description is here. All right. If you want to sell this beer, say, have you ever had a Corona? And they're going to (laughs) say, see... And then you're going to say, this tastes like that, but you know that skunky taste? Eliminate that. And that's what you're drinking. It is excellent. 
and it's perfect for this summer because we are still in the summer. Mm-hmm. So I guess I say August 1st, our live show. Yeah. That is the official that's, first day of fall. That's the start. Right. Yes. Um, so we're still summertime. So let's promote that while we're here. Next Monday in the NBC Tap Room, 108th and Harrison in Levista, Nebraska, we are having a live show. Now, usually on Mondays, their tap room is closed, but it won't be on August 1st. Come in here at around 6 o'clock. Doors open at 6. They open at 6. Our show will start at 7. If you get here, there's going to be drink specials for you. You're going to be able to see our ugly mugs and listen to our ugly voices. We will be here to talk Husker football with Dylan Utter. The junkyard dog. And Sam Hahn. So if you come in here, that's Dad Honey. Yeah, that's right, Dad Honey. Yeah, not, not Dad Honey, Dad Honey. No, not Da Honey. It's Dad, <laughs> Dad Honey, Honey and the Junkyard Dog. Yeah, what a great combo right there. <laughs> we couldn't have. That's, that's even B Riley can't touch that. Yeah, so guys, come in here that day, August first. That's a Monday. We want you to come in here and support us. We will acknowledge you because that's just what we do, and we'll talk Husker football. Okay, guys, let's get into our episode. We talked with current Nebraska running back, Isaiah Harris. He is a walk-on from Millard South. Whoop, whoop. And, yeah, you guys creaming over there. Loving it. You guys give me shit for my Papillion La Vista. Because we, we talk about LV. We've never really even That's talked true. about Millard South on this podcast. Correct. Yeah, and well, whenever we go to Millard to record a freaking episode, then we can talk about Millard. But according to you, this is Millard, right? No. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> This LV, but yeah, I mean, he he gave us kind of a a nice perspective of the walk on life and the running back room, how practices are being run, and like the differences between the former staff and the new staff. It was very, it was awesome. It was very enlightening. Yeah, yeah. and and his his, I mean, like kind of like his relationship with you know Apple White, and yeah. you know compared to like his past and everything like that, mm-hmm. and yeah, it was very insightful. The first current player we've had on the podcast which mm-hmm. was incredible just because one he's a millard south guy and two he, he sees it he, he's living it right now so yeah. he's also the first guest we've ever had that brought in his own like crowd posse, posse right? his posse yeah. yeah it was good yeah it was awesome to have uh have some more people in the tap room it was a little quiet in here we had a little practice live show last week mm-hmm. and it felt kind of homey, you know, I had some people in here and... It wasn't weird. Yeah, it wasn't weird. No. And so we got some practice for the, the live show, but it was nice that he brought in some some spectators and got to sit in here and listen and watch what we do. Yeah. yeah. So... And they came they came away very happy with us. Yeah. When Once we wrapped up, you know what they did? Standing O. Yeah. Standing O. Yep. They got a little excited. So anything less than that next Monday is sure. going to be a disappointment. Yeah. Seriously. They set the bar pretty high. I mean, they clap for something that we do every week. So that, that's <laughs> that's the hot the bar is set. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was it was fun. So guys, let's let's all shut up and let's get to the interview. All right. We have with us Isaiah Harris, current running back on the Nebraska football team. We want to thank you for coming on, no block, no rock, and taking the time out. Thanks for having me, guys. This is, this is cool. So, so I'm, I'm looking on your, your Twitter and you're listed as, in all caps, Barstool Athlete. Oh, yeah. What it, I, I see that quite a bit, especially in the, within the last year. What does that mean exactly? That was when the NIL thing kind of just dropped. And um, Barstool was like a big, you know, 
they're like everything so oh, all yeah. the all the the athletes when they whenever they announced them i remember watching it was like 20 minutes ago so i just signed up i was like i don't know what where this is going to take me i just <laughs> did it and then they're like yeah like we'll accept you just change your name blah blah and then we'll post you whenever and so i changed everything and kind of forgot about it but they haven't they've sent a couple emails did they, okay. send, did they send a couple checks <laughs> yeah no that, that they said they were going to do some stuff but i guess they're still waiting because this august i think is when they start doing like the real nil like stuff is about to kick in so oh okay, okay. yeah heck yeah so they've, they've been kind of just waiting for this to start and then we'll see okay so while we're on this topic we on this side on, on the outside of the university, right? We're so curious about NIL. And you are the first current player that we've had on the podcast. Usually we're talking to guys from the 90s oh, right. and the, you know, the 2000s, stuff like that. A lot of 2010 guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so like kind of fill us in on like what, what your experience has been with NIL and kind of how everything works and how involved everybody is in that. Okay, so I guess when it first started, they had like these kind of like, I, just th I think of it as like a tutorial, I guess. They had everybody on the team get these kind of offers that they can, you know, sign up for and then go through the process of posting about it and getting the money and stuff. I think I had three. I could have had another like hundred dollars for like pump pantry. I just didn't I didn't really care for it. Um, but I did like a runza one and like um some I forgot the name of it, like you just it delivers to you, something like that. And GoPuff. GoPuff? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was a big one. GoPuff. Yeah. I saw that a lot. That yeah. one that one was up there and like pretty much you just do it. And then it tells you like, you know, you send it to the, like you directly message them through this open doors app or whatever, and they'll accept it or like tell you what you need to fix or what you need. And then once they accept it, you post it and then they'll send the money to your open doors account. And then like, I think I made like a hundred and something dollars. And then like the money, you connect your bank or whatever to the, to the app and just transfer it out and whatnot. So. Well, and I saw that the university released this whole like marketplace where like people can like reach out to yeah, like yeah. players and stuff. There's, have you have you had any fans bother you? Uh, I've had a couple <laughs> Millard South like you know coaches or I'm trying to think. I haven't I've haven't really been messing with the nil stuff yet. I'm just kind of waiting for my name to get out there. Uh, there you go. I mean, to me, it's like the little stuff is cool. It's like fun, but I feel like it's not very um, effective, efficient right now. Right, I right. Guess. It's just a, a lot of work. A lot of work, a lot of, you know, keeping track of stuff for little pay is just not my. It's just, it's just, yeah, it's mind space. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's just kind of annoying. It's like, I don't really want to do that right now. <laughs> yeah. So, no, but there's, um, there's like people you can apply for or like companies and stuff you can apply for now on the app. And it's like for this walk on, I forgot what it's called. Something. It was like $10,000 and you get like $900 <laughs> a post if you get accepted, but you have to write them like an underdog story and like all this other stuff to apply for. And I've been looking into it, but I haven't really like started it yet what's your underdog story you got one for everybody um i guess i'm mean, being a walk-on you're kind of already yeah, yeah. Say, that the, is the story the underdog story but, is yet to come right that, that, the only thing is like i don't really like that story i just feel like it's kind of cliche uh mm. everybody kind of says it like there's many walk-ons i could say like oh, i was a walk-on blah, blah blah of course um for me i guess uh, i don't i had it written down i don't want to say something that changes what i have written no down, yeah so no yeah. don't no but yeah no there, there's a couple things i could say about it that yeah. might, okay. you know, pick me out from the, the usual crowd and stuff like that. that yeah, I'm yeah. kind of thinking about. Well, and sticking with the walk-on topic, we've had a lot of guys who walked on and eventually earned scholarships at Nebraska, you know, under Bo Pelini and some previous staffs. And the saying that they've all used is once a walk-on, always a walk-on. If you earn a scholarship, you still grind it out to 
you know, and you were always that one, that one walk on at that one time. So we, we've pack. heard that from a couple of guys. Right. That, yeah. You're part of like the wolf pack. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, so there you go. We, 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 we kind of stick by that. I mean, everyone knows like dropping them. They all know like the walk-ons. He tells us all the time. He's like, you guys are going to have to work regardless. Like you're not getting anything handed to you. And like just usually the walk-ons are harder workers than the other kids because they know they have something to, you know, prove and whatnot. But um, no, yeah, it's a, it's a big, big thing there. Mostly in the weight room. They love it. So a lot of the walk-ons just, they shine in the weight room and then they go out, make special teams. And that's where everything kind of starts. That's what I'm working on right now. I got the weight room thing down. I'm just working on, you know, the field and whatnot. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, you said a special word, special teams. Very special word. Uh, <laughs> now we have a special teams coordinator in Bill Bush. Have you seen anything different, like approaching special teams from last year to this year? Um, He's always kind of, I've always seen him as like the special teams coach. Dawson was kind of like the main guy. But now he's like, we started this thing where it's like, it's more military-like where everybody's like lean forward, like slant is what he calls. Like, I have to get into the motion of like every morning, he's like slant, <laughs> slant, slant. And all I think is slant. I don't think of the words, but he told <laughs> right. us the words like you, you months ago. We get in yeah, principle get it. What, what, right. what it means. Right. I don't want to say the, the wrong thing. <laughs> mess it all. Then Bill's going to be calling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if you're not slanting or if you have your hood on or anything, hats on, he's, he's on top of you. It's just, it's fun. I mean, I think it, it brings us all together. And he's, he sings um banana boat every once in a while. Is that or tap the come Mr. Time and time oh. <laughs> I don't know that. They what like is, come man, we want to go, go home. He started playing that one day on the loudspeakers. These loudspeakers. We just heard the beat of it. Everyone's like, what is this? And we all got so hyped. It was it was like one of the first days he was like coach or something like that. And it was just fun. Like just stuff like that. I mean, that's that was all kind of new to us and whatnot. So here's a suggestion. Every time in the stadium, you bust that song out. Played over the loudspeakers, and it's like a it's like a CIA mind warp. Whenever you hear that song, you're in special, you're in slant mode, you're like just, and you're just tunnel vision, just like some Russian yeah. turn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you know what I'm saying? Soldier stuff. Every, everybody in the crowd just thinks it's like normal stuff, but the players are like everybody's going yeah. cross-eyed, like they what know what's happening. Like, yeah. I, I, every time I hear that song, I think of Beetlejuice. Yeah, same you, here. Yeah, like wow. the, the chick floating in the air and she's like doing a dance to it. Yeah. <laughs> So now we just picture Isaiah Harris floating yeah, in the air, yeah. dancing. To Beetlejuice. <laughs> yeah. Slant, 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 slant. Okay. Yeah. Um, so fall camp starts tomorrow. Right. Now, Isaiah Harris, yourself, mm-hmm. what are you doing to prepare for this upcoming season? What are your personal goals for this year? My personal goals? Um, I want to do a lot more like uh, field work by myself, I guess. Because okay. we do a lot of like team stuff and whatnot, but it's not really – it's not stuff I specifically need. Like I'm a, like the way I run, I don't run very, you know, uh, east west and like north south kind of guy. Old fashioned. That sounds yeah. Good. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god, I just that's people love it. Don't <laughs> oh, get me wrong. Relax. Oh. Grandma's over there. Oh. Relax. Oh. I'm sorry, Grandma. <laughs> no, everybody loves the north. Like that's what mostly in the Big Ten. You kind of just need a hard running like north south kind of guy. But I want to work on my my uh, elusiveness a lot more because I have very heavy feet. Hmm. which I think is one of the reasons why it's hard for me to be tackled. My lower center, uh, center of gravity and heavy feet, like they're like anchor feet. I've like okay. uh, filmed from scrimmage of people like, how are you not going down, blah, blah, You just see my feet getting like stuck almost in the ground and whatnot. But um, I need to work on kind of just picking them up, getting a little lighter on my feet and whatnot, and be able to cut a lot easier and smoother, I guess, and not be so like... So is that it, like... Weighty? Yeah. So do you yeah. like go back and watch like Amir Abdullah? Because oh like that guy would cut five yards well yeah my like, acl every time he cut my acl hurt yeah it was no, like whoa I, I felt it too <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. no, he i 
I watched before I even started actually caring about football. Uh, back in like middle school, I used to watch his highlights for like just before games and stuff. Him and uh, Tavon Austin or is that his name? Yeah. yeah, they had those highlights. Whatever I used to watch those every single time, every night before the game, because like my heart just I needed to do something. Like I couldn't just close my eyes and fall asleep. Yeah, and, when I, and then I named my uh, my gamer tag was Amir for a little bit. Okay. And then I go. guess I was like, oh, like later on, I was like, I have a chance to go to Nebraska. Like Amir, I might be able to meet Amir. And I did meet him actually like a year ago. Coach Brown introduced me to him, which was sick. But I thought that was really cool. I love Amir. He's he's probably one of the, the guys I look up, uh, look up to the most. Him and like Christian McCaffrey and whatnot. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. Who do you model your game after? <sighs> Being a north, south, old school type of runner like yourself. I don't even know. I don't know any north. I'm, I'm a big fan of Barry Sanders. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. You know, all those guys, like Bo Jackson, one. I guess he's... He'd be more of like your north-south kind yeah. of guy. Oh, Bo Jackson yeah. would be. Yeah, I mean... Adrian he's... Peterson used to be one of my top top Adrian, running backs right. as well. And he's he's just tough. He's a tough guy. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, they're all pretty pretty jukey, pretty shifty. Okay. So, as you are very well aware, I'm sure, new running backs coach, Brian Applewhite. Go from Ryan Held to him. <laughs> um, so, Zach wanted us to ask you, what area... Of your game, and you kind of already mentioned this. You're you're focusing on the the north and south part of your game. What's been the biggest difference between Ryan Held and Brian Applewhite? Just kind of their coaching methods. What do they emphasize? Just kind of get into their differences. I think um, uh, the bond is like to me that's the biggest thing. I was talking to some other teammates, uh, Omar. I was talking to Omar about this. I was like, hmm. the college teams that are like high school teams, I guess, where the bond is strong and everybody's kind of connected, are obviously going to be the best teams. I just felt like when I first got here, the clicks were very heavy. You know, they got the Hollywood, like the you know scholarship walk-ons, like all the clicks and stuff. But over the past couple of years, everybody's coming together. I'm a lot closer with these freshmen and the incoming freshmen now than I was with, you know, just the upperclassmen when I was there. Okay. So like the, the bond changed so much and you could see it in the coaching stuff as well. So people are so much more um, like, they're just happy to be around coaches more, I guess. Like it's like a friendship hmm, kind of thing. It's business, obviously, when it needs to be business. Like Mickey Joseph's really good at that. Yeah. Oh yeah. It sounds joker. like it. He's yeah. a great guy, but when it's serious time, like he, everybody just, it's like everybody shuts off and just does what they need to do and whatnot. But um, that kind of stuff, it's so big because like I don't know, you have to trust your coach, I guess. And mm-hmm. one of the biggest things with Hell is he, he's kind of, I didn't have a bond with him as much until like later on, like right before he left, I started to kind of get comfortable. I wanted to make him proud. I wanted him to see like, I can do this, blah, blah, blah. And then he kind of left and he didn't really say goodbye, stuff like that, which was kind of, I mean, it was all right. But uh, hmm. Brian, he's, he talks to you about everything, anything. He says whatever's on his mind. He wants you to make, like, he wants to make sure that you know, like exactly what he's thinking and his thought process throughout everything. It's just, it makes us really close with him, which is sick. Yeah. Everybody too, to like walk on to scholarship kids. He just, he lets you know straight up. Yeah. Well, and I know like Held would have been recruiting you in 2020, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So that's obviously a disadvantage right then and there, right? Yeah. For like, you know, gaining relationship yeah. and stuff like During that. The, it because was a COVID year. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's over Zoom and stuff. Like my first like meeting, my team or our first running back meeting, we were on like the seventh floor somewhere in the stadium, like alone. It was just like like six, seven running backs. Scott came early. I came in early. Uh, two summers 2020 summer they're like if you want to come in early you can i was like sure and then like we we're all spread out throughout the room he was on a zoom mm. it was just yeah it was i mean it was it was weird it was awkward i didn't i was lost all the time I was yeah like, where am i supposed to go i had to like talk to older guys and whatnot but, well, and yeah. you said that off air you were talking about when you graduated high school during during a worldwide pandemic oh. you had to do it like a drive-through to get your diploma yeah. <laughs> it was 
<laughs> I think it was all pointless, but I mean, it's, it was during like the the peak of COVID, and right? That, so they they took precaution, but it was so weird, dude. People were, I mean, some people had like you know their parade cars and like sitting on top. <laughs> yeah, of I just drove, grabbed it. And- before, <laughs> before we give you this diploma, stick this up your nose. Yeah, <laughs> Just to make sure. Gosh. Oh my well, and you know, you, you asked about um, the the position coach switch. And so when Applewhite came, did you feel like you had kind of a brand new slate? You could kind of prove yourself to this guy or did you feel kind of behind the eight ball a little bit? I Okay, so I did feel like I had a brand new slate. And then I got my wisdom teeth out right before spring ball oh shit but hmm. i i think i got him out on like a wednesday thursday ish and then i had like the weekend to recover and then spring ball started monday and so i was i was feeling all right and as soon as monday came i felt terrible because i was still on my hard medicine so i told him i was like i don't know when exactly i'll be back but i'll be back like this week and i guess miscommunication with some people blah blah i missed the first day of practice and then i came the second or the second day of spring ball and then i had to kind of like even though it was one day, it's like, I'm not that kind of person to like even be like, you know, 20 minutes early. I'm like 30, 45 minutes early. Like I'm always ahead, way ahead yeah, just to be safe, you know, but that already put me back so much. I feel like I had a lot of catching up to do with, you know, his first practice with us pretty much. Right. Which yeah. was, I mean, I talked to him and stuff. He was understandable or understanding of it. And then it just, I don't know. I feel a little behind only on that, that aspect of it though. So walk us through, walk us through summer. How, how was that? Oh, yeah i've been working a lot because you know i i don't have like a way to like pay for a lot of like my housing and whatnot so like the mornings is pretty much the, all i do is uh we just lift you know i'm in, i'm right now I'm with the dev group because i work at nine to five whatever but uh the dev group was at seven which i kind of like the dev group because like even shop he tells me he's like i want you to stay with the dev group during the summer just because there's only like nine of us ten roughly no there's more than that it might be 20 something whatever okay. But we have four people per like uh, platform, and he just he comes up to me and coaches me. He's been hyping me up this whole um, summer and stuff, telling me how good I've been doing. He doesn't say that to a lot of people, which is rare. Mm-hmm. And he just likes being able to like talk to me and not have to worry about a bunch of other people like in the offensive group, which I usually would be in. Um, starting like last year, they put they moved me up pretty much from dev group. But um, yeah, we just been lifting, and then in the evenings they do team run like four o'clock, which is terrible time <laughs> it's hot we're yeah. in the stadium we're running bleachers and stuff i did oh, it a yeah. couple of times and it was just like why would we do and then they're like yeah we want everybody to eat dinner dinner's at like 5 30 whatever it is and it was yeah i mean the runs are terrible but the morning lifts aren't too bad are yeah. is the food pretty good <laughs> jeez mike it's how's the you get chick-fil-a delivered yeah, to like, you personally no, the Chick-fil-A. when we do have chick-fil-a i take advantage of that i take a lot of that no the food is like like oh it sounds so bad but it's like you know, having steak, when I first oh. got here, every single time, like almost every day, it felt like you just kind of get sick of it. Yeah. It's, and it's like sometimes it's really good and sometimes it's not. And then you're just kind of looking at it like, do I really want it? And then <laughs> there's days where they try to be super extra with fancy stuff. And I'm like, I'm super picky. Right. I'm like, I'm not eating that. So I'll grab like a cheeseburger and put some extra stuff on it. But when they have pasta, that's about the only time. Okay. Like, chicken, the chicken Alfredo is so good. And the mac and cheese. Oh mm. I take like the whole Tupperware thing. I fill it up and then I wrap it and then I go home. I have like three meals pretty much. It's nice. <laughs> do they put anything? Do they put like bacon bits in it? Like what's their what's their uh, they have, secret sauce there? They have one called a chipotle mac and cheese. Okay. So it's like a little spicier. Yeah. But a I mean, kick. I think that's a, yeah, that's, I, 
They might have bacon sometimes. Okay. 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 All right. Listen, bacon. You mentioned steak. How do you like your steak? And does it matter when they give it to you? Is it here? Take the <laughs> is, is it all is it all the same? <laughs> no, they, they have a they have a rare side and then a medium or a well and a medium medium rare. rareish. Yeah. yeah, they're not going to serve you no rare. No, I can't imagine that. Yeah, no, it's 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 like there's two sides. I usually go. I don't know. I kind of just it's fifty fifty. I don't really care. You don't care. You just like, walk uh, up and I, I shove, shove it, it down face. the gullet. Yeah. yeah. Well, like I you said. Out. When you've had it the whole week before, it's like just give me the damn yeah, steak. I, I, <laughs> I Dallas wine and like either ranch or, so, or uh, the steak sauce. So it's yeah. okay. I was go. about to say it better not be ketchup. Yeah, oh, we Jesus, were, we were about on. to have some problems. Come at the on, table he's here. not. Look at he's. Well, his <laughs> dad said he's a Chiefs fan over there, and Gosh. you know Patrick Mahomes, and he likes ketchup on his steak. So that's, that's a whole thing. I've never okay. heard of that actually. That's weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's good that you haven't heard of that. I think ranch is like the most exotic thing i would i love ranch. what's your favorite ranch <laughs> i was gonna do they serve they don't serve hidden valley no it better be runs a ranch right oh shoot no <laughs> i don't know is it running what's the viscosity <laughs> viscosity what's it's, the i mean it's it's runny it's running ranch it's good ranch <laughs> it's a good ranch it's, it's homemade it's okay decent, yeah. okay oh okay my God. I, I didn't know there was like types of oh i'm a ranch connoisseur is that like thick ranch yeah how long ranch. has mike waited to use the word viscosity we haven't had a chance to use it viscosity my beer is always viscous <laughs> there's always viscosity <laughs> on my beer okay i've never heard that in my life <laughs> um well you see it's the it's the consistency of the ranch right. whether it's... i use my context clues to figure out but yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 he's, he's a smart guy yeah, right? yeah, yeah. He i was in it college out. he I goes to that middle school so yeah. he goes to class he knows <laughs> he definitely goes to class guys we swear yeah yeah mm-hmm. um let's let's talk a little bit about the running back room right there it's it's a pretty crowded room right now you got anthony grant ramir johnson gabe irvin uh jack, jack, jack yant you got um aj allen's about to show up he's supposed to make waves there's no clear-cut starter who's gonna start uh, snap one who's Isaiah Harris, right? yeah. in uh, i formation schuster um uh, <laughs> right uh, probably i think uh experience wise i think uh ramir should yeah i think he will he uh he's obviously shown the most jacques if he stays healthy and keeps his weight down and stuff like i, I don't see why he he shouldn't be you know he's they, the thing is we don't start there's no starters i mean there is but there's not right. every week like with ryan held he was like whoever does the best this week is playing so like that right. was like legit because they, they said that in the media and i was like who's buying that right yeah. but like I mean, that's real they're like any, i don't know who the starter is any position in college football I'm, except for quarterback obviously but i feel like it really there is no starter that's like high school stuff you know high schoolers they start like oh i'm starting. Right. but in college it's like if you did good that week then you know you're starting like usually he'll he'll you'll go in first on the reps he'll have you first on the thing but if you start slacking falling behind blah blah, blah move someone else up if they do good if they finish the week the best whatever he'll start the first series whatnot the first yeah, quarter that's the thing about us i mean i i like to preach having a consistent a consistent guy consistent right. starter you can lean on like you never ever questioned if amir was going to start or if rex was going to start right, yeah. or ray roy halu but it's like like you said that could breed complacency if you have a guy that's written in stone there it's like he might get complacent. You can't just I mean you kind of have to go week to week. Well, and it's competitive too. Yeah, like I'm sure right. that that drives you and you know oh, knowing no. that hey, you know, I maybe I wasn't I was four this week and now I'm three this week, right. you know, I might get some plays, you there's know. There's been there's been days where I, they've moved me up and I'm like, "Oh, I'm running with the ones and twos today." Like I, this was like Ooh. my freshman year. So like people were getting hurt. Blah, blah blah. I suited up for like the Illinois game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, if they threw me in, I would have no idea. I would have <laughs> Oh my 
Gosh. Okay, why do you it's too complicated? So, like why? Well, so I'm I'm a scout team running back. Like that's what I kind of you know, it's like the it's like the what do they call that? It's like you you do a lot for the you do a lot for the team. You're but you don't dummy. get you don't get the like the the clout, the fame, the yeah, right. the eyes. That's why you're on the No Block Nork podcast. Yeah, right. You're famous <laughs> yeah. here, right? You're welcome. <laughs> but like I I mean I get hit by the defense, the black shirts every practice, you know, over and over. Like I've long stories about all that, but um, <laughs> it's good for you. Yeah, no, it, it's good for the brain. Um, it, it, of course, <laughs> but like they moved me um they moved me up a little bit. And they're like, yeah, just run someone with the ones and twos. I usually don't run at all like with the threes fours whatever it is because mm -hmm. i'm not i'm running scout team plays like i'm doing scout team while they're doing uh their offensive scout team against the deep or scout team defense whatever so right. like we're doing it at the same time so when they tell me like if they told me to like i knew like the basics from like film but i have to run the plays to really learn them i can't just watch like other people run it and like understand completely that that was huge because i was like he's like how do you not know what you're doing like do go over this all the time i'm like i <laughs> I don't know. I, I've seen them over. Trust me, I know the play. I see it. I'm watching it. If I go out there right now, I would be like, "What?" I have zero muscle memory yeah, of no, this. Yeah. <laughs> there's no reps. I see six foot five dudes, and then there's like a couple of holes I could hit, but I don't know the like exact scheme of it. That's what with uh, Brian. He uh, he just he split up perfectly, almost per, like the and during the spring or whatever. We all had like almost the same amount of reps. And the thing is when we went to film, he wouldn't do like this person first, this person, he would go by play. So like, we'll do this play. And like, sometimes you might show up. So you're not just waiting. Cause you know, when you practice or when your film's going to come up, you're not just waiting. It could be random. And it was just nice to kind of sit there and like actually like be engaged into everything. Cause you're like, dude, I might be next. I have to watch how they did it. Right. right. And see, compare it to mine or whatnot. Or, and then he'll like, he'll say something like, I said, this is perfect one. This is exactly how, and like, you like, Kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. This is new. I've never felt this before. <laughs> no, it's nice. It's fun. I, I love the way he does things right now. So okay. Is there a certain kind of running back in the room that acts sort of like a mentor to you, or the guys? The guys all look up to this kind of one guy as the leader. I guess the oldest right now is Ramir, and he's like Ramir. a junior. Yeah, and he's <laughs> he's been he's the most consistent person if he just stayed healthy last year like he had some hamstring issues or something during the spring mm -hmm. or something like that he's the most consistent he does exactly what he needs to do he's kind of he's like a quiet kind of guy but yeah. he's also very he's a good leader like when he needs to lead he'll lead but he does during practice he listens to everything coach whatever coach tells him to do he does it almost perfectly like mm -hmm. every single time there's never there's like maybe one oh i messed up here and then he fixes it it's like that kind of stuff and it's like just watching that i'm like i want to be like that Okay. That's that's pretty much that's who I look up to. He's the oldest guy. He's been in the longest, so he's had that that experience. And yeah, and it helps that he played a lot last year. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Once you're okay. on the field, you you start to kind of you get this like, what's that word? Some swag. Yeah, a little swag to you, where you like you're more comfortable. You can tell people exactly like what it's going to be like, feel like, etc. Right. In a game situation, because I mean we're in practice, like we're going, yes, hundred percent, yes, but it's like it's not that game, like feeling. Yeah. Still. Yeah. Well, and shifting back to scout team. So are you running a lot of what the opposing team would be running? So oh, yeah. like just for the listeners out there that maybe aren't familiar with a scout team running back. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, we run like Wisconsin. I love Wisconsin, Iowa, right? My favorite weeks. Cause when we, we, we put like so many people in the, yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's tough. It's very <laughs> tough football. And I, I miss it so much, but um, there's other teams where it's like, when we play like Ohio State or something, they put me out in slot. They move me around. Oh, okay. More. It's like sweeps and all this other stuff. But Iowa and Wisconsin, those ones are 
you're just going like you're just it's all run plays it's like 90 yeah. percent run plays. you know exactly where you're going <laughs> yeah. it's yeah. right at the line and <laughs> the black shirts know too they know exactly what's coming like we'll run a play and we'll run it perfectly run it again reload run it and then now i'm sitting there like they know exactly <laughs> where my hole is and i have to hit that the same speed with Garrett Nelson. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Who's the one guy that has hit you and you're like, damn, mm-hmm. I, like I felt that one. <laughs> uh, the, the Tweety Birds. Because I mean, I listened to your interview with Zach and, and you talked about how you like to initiate the blow, yeah. you know, but who's a guy that you're like, shit. Oh, shit here he comes. See, <laughs> okay, so we do, uh, when we do like seven on seven stuff with the, the black shirts and whatnot, there's always like, they don't hit you. They just stand like the cornerbacks. I'll run like an out. And they know exactly what's coming. They'll try to like hit you super hard and stuff and stick you. But like, I, I think I've been hit once. I forgot Newsom, maybe it might've been him. I ran it out. I almost caught it. I would have been so excited <laughs> if I caught it. I caught it and everyone's like, oh, because it looked like he hit me. But like, if you watch film, I'm just like, I kind of just stand there. It's like, that actually hurt so bad. <laughs> but I just walked, I walked it off. I didn't fall or anything. I didn't trip or. Ice tub? I don't really. No, you don't, you don't worry about that? No, I just go to sleep. Okay. Sleep it off. Yeah. Literally. Hot showers and cheeseburgs, baby. No. <laughs> there's, there's never really anyone that you can, I mean, Cam, I guess sometimes. The DBs, they all kind of just, they have that that distance that they can cover. Like the linebackers, they sit there, wrap you up. And, we're not, and sometimes you'll hit them, but it's like the DBs, they don't care. They'll just, it's like they're playing like 100% all the time. They just mm. hit you, hit you, hit you. And then the yant. When Yant goes, they don't hit him. Yeah. Like, what's going Why on? Why is here? that? Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. How you guys hit the small guys, but not Yant. Okay. Yeah. Like, he starts so many like beef, like little fights and stuff with them. It's so funny. I'm like, oh yeah, now you guys don't want to hit. That's crazy. Yeah. That's probably a good guy, good guy to have on your side, though. No, for real. I, I think it's the funniest thing ever. I love it. He's a he's a good guy. He's hilarious too. So he loves that stuff. We are back from our little break. And two guys that you mentioned before we went to break, was Garrett Nelson and Quentin Newsom. They are two of the three going to Indy in Big Ten Media Days, which is tomorrow. And just for all the fans out there, Kingmaker Kevin Warren goes on first. And I said Kingmaker. Dude. Freaking big, big balls Kevin Warren going on at 10-15. Scott Frost is going on at 11. He's the first coach to go on. So those three guys including Travis Vokalek. Do you foresee those guys being your team captains Captains this year? Oh, easily. Easily? No, yeah. Is, sure. there, is there anyone else that you foresee maybe getting in that captain role? I mean, there's a couple of guys that are like kind of like in the sub-division class like okay. being a leader and stuff, but it's just okay. hard to tell. Because these okay. guys have like very, uh, they have a very high like social media parents or Presence. Presence. Yeah. yeah. There you go. And so uh, it's, it's kind of, uh, that's how I look at it. It's like whoever, you know, is seen the most on social media, like usually is like mostly the leaders. Like they speak for the team, et cetera. And these are the kind of guys that are just always around talking about that stuff, taking care of it and whatnot. So. Okay. And so like when we, when we talk about Quentin Newsom, that's a guy that you don't hear about very often. Now you've gone up against him. You've gone up against Garrett. Okay, yeah. You know, yeah. Garrett, we joke that Garrett is Nebraska. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, that dude, he's... Go on. He's, go. <laughs> he's, like, one of the most, like, humbling, like, not gross, dirty, but, like, just, like, gritty, gritty. dudes. I've yeah. Never met. Like, during, like, even in practice, when we go, he doesn't go, like, he's not crazy. He's very sound. He does what he needs to do. Like, he, yeah, I love that. That's so sick. Um... <laughs> He does exactly what he needs to do, and he's he's aware during practice. Like he's not just like 
I'm gonna do what I need to do and like like all that. He's just <laughs> he's just he's just very like okay, he sees what's going on, he knows what he messes up on, he does it again, like he keeps going and stuff like that. But he's and then outside of it, he's just a nice he's a giant like teddy bear almost. He's just so sweet to everybody, so nice. You know what I love about that is when Garrett first came, right? A lot, he had a lot of doubters. He was the guy that He's just on the field. He's a madman. He's a bulldozer. He he should yeah. be in a straight jacket, not in a football uniform, right? But here you are <laughs> contradicting that point, saying he's actually fully with it, and he probably knows other guys' assignments. And I just think it's a very interesting 180 that this uh, reputation that he's taken on. I think he's the most like sane, aware defensive player on the team. I love that. <laughs> like easily, like everybody else, you kind of just see a little like. You know, they're twitching all the time. <laughs> like, oh, okay, this dude, okay. this dude is not all right. But, I mean, he's 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 there. Like, he's you can talk to him and like speak to him during like practice. Other guys, they're just, Grr, yeah, they just they're, red. Like, yeah, no. I mean, I kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. No, it's yeah, good. it's good. <laughs> don't think, it, just act. It's a turn. They turn it off and on and stuff like that. Sometimes, like, dude, like you need to relax. Like, Whoa. like you cannot be on my case about something so small. Like, uh, who Ben Stilly. We're doing a walk, like helmets, right? And when I run, like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going the pace I need to go, and then like someone pushes me a little bit, my helmet hits the bottom of his, oh, like cussing me, dude. I'm like, it wasn't my fault. I was like, you need to chill out. Like he, I'm not really scared of them, so I'll tell them like to back off if I really need to. Like there's been a couple times, me and Ben just, bro, chill, yeah, butt like, but heads a little bit. I was like, dude, you need to calm down. Like it's not that big of a deal. Like I understand where you know I don't. You wanted to get this right the first time, et cetera, but that wasn't me. You know, be aware of what's going on. There's other people, <laughs> you know, pushing, shoving, et cetera. Like calm down, dude. No, but, well, Ben, you know, seventh year senior though. Yeah, no, he's he's ready to be out of there. He was just like, I want to, I'm done. I mean, he's got like a wife and kids, and you know, no, <laughs> like I'm just I've, kidding. I believe, I've heard he's a good guy. No, I, I believe I, it. I'm sure he yeah. wouldn't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you're if you're sitting here today telling us that Garrett Nelson is the most sane, logical person on the defense, that gives me some sort of hope. <laughs> like that gives me that gives me some hope that whatever we've got brewing in Chin's department is like insane. Oh, yeah. Dude, so. the, the defense has always been like just this like like almost not perfect, but you know, like the the group that you want to see when you go to like if you guys went to go watch practice, like okay. That looks like exactly what I thought it would be. Hmm. Like, I wish our offense was the same way, but the defense and offense are just two completely different. Like, I mean, destroying something and then building it is like two completely things, obviously. I feel like it's a lot easier to destroy things than it is to uh, to build and have like planned out. Like, when I'm in the backfield, like, I can't talk. I can't talk. I can't like, you know, get mad, like look crazy. I got to be like, all right, I'm, this way. Okay, I don't want to mess this up. Yeah, you got to know up, where you're going. Yeah, if I mess this up, like it could mess up everything. But defense, you're kind of like everybody's just like you know they got their area. You know they got their like you destroy this, you run in there, just do that. <laughs> it's like okay, that that seems a little bit like when I'm on defense in high school. I was like okay, this is fun. It's like more relaxed. You know, yeah, I take care of my job, etc. And then I go you know play a little bit extra whatever I need to do. But no, it's 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 hard. I wish our offense could be as as sound almost as our as our defense can and whatnot. So. Okay, now. I hear that, and of course, I, I go back to when Frost was first hired. Why was he hired? Because he's an offensive guru. He's the play-calling wizard, right? And so, you know, I hear you say the defense versus the offense. The defense, more sound, more, I guess, an identity, I guess. Yeah. And yeah. the offense, not so much. So has have you, is there a difference between 
when Lubick was here and now that Whipple's here? Can you kind of maybe go into the differences there? Or what is it specifically about the offense that isn't sound? It was um I I feel like it was more like you said, this identity thing. Um the defense, they kind of have the same guys on the field all the time at the same time. They all kind of they bounce off of each other. It's like a very they're gelled. Yeah. It, like the offense though, it's like there's so many there's been so many switches and changes and the chemistry's like it's there with some people, but it's not there with others. And it's like you can see when the chemistry's good, mm-hmm. but it's just like it's just that part. Like it's not the whole offense that's doing good. It's just those couple people and whatnot. So I feel like now with Whipple, even when we switch out, you know, quarterbacks, receivers and stuff, it all feels like kind of the same. Yeah. Like, okay. you know, team. Like everybody's like, running the same motion. Yeah. Like yeah. everybody understands what the person in front of them or behind them is going to be doing or is doing, et cetera. So it feels okay. a lot smoother, I guess. And Whipple's very, like, he's, he, he splits up the, uh, the reps and stuff and the plays. So everybody's kind of getting the same feel for things. Back when it was like, you know, the starters, starting the main guys, they would go and whatnot and do what they have to do. And then, like, younger guys kind of slide in and do a couple here and there. It's not the same, though. It's okay. like, completely different team almost and then kind of just a random mix at three and four and whatnot so okay stuff like that is just i mean i think it's, it's gonna change everything if it doesn't take a year's or if, if it doesn't take a year it's like two types type stuff okay yeah. well and i mean like this is something that like i think about a lot too it's where chins has been at the head of the defense for as long as coach frost has been here so right. he has he's had time to right. get that same motion with these kids that he's brought up and everything like that Whereas the offense has been kind of consistently changing yeah, every no. single year. So you mm-hmm. never get the kind of like foundation that Chins has had from the beginning exactly. to now. So what, what, what I, I think it sucks that like, you know, Frost is entering his last possible years because how our team has been doing. But oh, sorry, right now our offense is just looking so sound that I'd be disappointed. I told uh, in the other podcast, I was like, if the first two games are bad, I don't see us doing as well as I'd hope. But the first two games are good. I think we're going to be ridiculous like okay. even yeah. who, whoever we play in the first two games depending on how we actually play and and execute could determine our legit whole season so it's kind of like boom or bust yeah pretty yeah. much like that's that's what i'm kind of seeing from this i was like because i mean we're a very young team even now i think we're i saw something about how we're one of the youngest teams or whatever i was like this could like we could be a really good team in the next couple of years if people just stick together and we yeah. just keep what we have going on and just you know make it a little bit better yeah by year and whatnot so yeah and just as a fan, yeah, I'm I'm conflicted, right? Because this is year five of Frost. Yeah. But he had to make the changes that he had to make. And like, there's a part of me that is like, damn, that's unfortunate. Because if it doesn't work right away, it's because this is like an all new staff on the whole, on, on one side of the ball. It's a whole new staff. New and, yeah, a whole new offense a lot of it is new at least. And it's like, as a fan, I'm conflicted, right? Because gosh dang it, you had five years already. This is your fifth year. And it, it sucks that this is a referendum year because if if you let this gel with Mickey Joseph and with Whipple and with Applewhite and hopefully Raiola, it's like, dang, this could, this has such great potential. So yeah, there's a part of me that wants to be patient, but at the same time, it is year five, and can we get this? <laughs> yeah. Can we get this rolling? Right. No, I, I know exactly what you mean. I've you know? been there. Like it sucks too, because what's the biggest thing for me is like 
people are like oh like you play football blah, blah. to me i don't really think of it as like oh i'm a husband football player I just, i'm playing football i it still hasn't really hit me yet yeah. you know how big this actually is people come kids want my autograph just because they see me in a jersey and stuff they don't really know who i am yeah. but they, they know you like you play for this team etc yeah um but like people don't understand like the amount of like work and stuff that we actually put in and it, it's tough like the past three years like even though we've been you know iffy when we're practicing that stuff is like it's hard it's yeah. so hard and like what are you guys gonna be good i'm like like i wish i i wish we were good last year i wish we were good the year yeah. before the amount of work we actually put yeah in. like you do you don't like to no, lose like, games it's like why are you blah, blah, blah. they're trying to like it's just and like, they don't realize like, we're like 19 years old. yeah that's like, right. yeah. yeah. like oh god it's 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 tough but I'm, I'm just ready for it to be like all right everything i'm putting into this team personally is coming out even though like even if it's just like if i'm giving my all that's all i really you know that's all i can do and then i'll you know i'll sprinkle like get the younger guys like come on like let's change something like do something right if i do all this for the next you know i have four years of eligibility if i do all this and like nothing really comes out of it like what did i really you know what did i do we want you to go to a bowl game get yeah. the free swag <laughs> you know all that cool stuff that comes with it right I do it. like i mean i'm glad like scout teams it even though it's like it's looked down upon, I guess you could say like from the outer world. But being in it is like, dude, I love helping the defense. Like our defense has been good, so good, and I'm like, right. I'm a yeah. part of the defense. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Pretty you should much. take like, some credit for that. I, I, that's what I like. I mean, I don't say I like, you know, I'm part of it, but like in internally, I'm like, yeah, this. I mean, that's me. Like, that's. I yeah, mean, look. Good. I mean, like, look. You look at like, okay, a few years ago. <laughs> a few years ago, Ron Kellogg, right, throws a hail mary to Jordan Westerkamp. That dude was on the scout team for like five years. Yeah. And no. never, he, he, I think that was like his fifth year there, and that was the first time he'd seen the field. And now I remember him forever. And now everyone yeah. remember him legend. forever. And like in Nebraska, you know, the whole thing is like, you know, hardworking, you know, middle class people. Like we're just, like we appreciate people that stick stick it out in the scout yeah. team. Like just keep playing football, yeah. right? As long as you're helping the program, there's love for you. No, that's like, that's what I've been saying. I, like, I just want to like change something i want to do something i want to impact something like yeah whether it's behind the scenes or you know on the field etc just anything like that would i'll be satisfied yeah look you say you're part of the defense this is we are talking to chins right now give him a black shirt yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> God, dude. He, I he deserves it i would not be able to play defense but no having a black shirt yeah that's i had one in uh in high school yeah so, did you yeah. well you just brought up high school Let, <laughs> let's shift to that really quick so you are a Millard South alum. Right. Kyle and I also went to Millard South many years before you did. <laughs> but um, your your high school coach uh, recently retired, Andy Means. Uh, he also a Nebraska alum, played at Nebraska. And um, can you talk a little bit about that? What was it like playing for for Coach Means? And um, and you know, just if you have any fun stories. Man, he he was there for a while. Yeah, a long, long time. time. He was like, and he oh, yeah. was he was fighting it out for one. He just wanted. I'm I'm thinking. I'm guessing he wanted one more championship. Yeah. Like he knew. Like when I first came there, we were one and eight. And I was like, all right, this guy's probably done with this team. <laughs> blah blah. blah. And then we went, you know, five and six. My sophomore year when I actually started playing. Mm -hmm. And then what was it like, nine and two, ten and two to finish it? And I was like, all right, he knows. Like we were so close to getting that championship. So I figured he'd stay you know, another year or two. And then I thought we were gonna get it last year with uh gauge Stinger. yeah yeah but that, that was, was just, like that was like that was crazy yeah that, that was a that, that would, was a big upset that would have been his last like he would have loved to leave on that and whatnot yeah yeah well we were in high school his when he did win a state championship so that was kind of cool yeah that you was know sick. let me that, tell you the student section was 
bumping yeah, back yeah, then. We, no, wow. we we were not on the field, but we had a great ass time in the stands. Oh, so that was cool. That's something that like North South kind of always had that like the student section's always been like even when we were like five and seven, five and six, two thousand seventeen, whatever it was. Like student section was still fun, like because there were games like we might actually win this. Like, yeah, we actually, we're starting to become a good team. Like we might win this game, and like people would show up, and it's just like it's ridiculous the, mm-hmm. the atmosphere at Millard South and Buell Stadium and whatnot. Just well, okay, fun. I remember in high school, our our student section we took it pretty serious. If we had a blackout. <laughs> And you were not wearing black. Oh. We threw trash bags on you. Yeah. Like, did that still occur after us? It was so my like freshman. I hated everybody in the student section. Like, oh my god, <laughs> Mike <laughs> was in that student section. No, I was not in his no, freshman no, student no. section. He still sits in the student section. <laughs> He's one of those freaking guys. Like, no, I, I'm on. Yeah, paint your body red. Take your shirt. Yeah, off. yeah. No, I don't think so. <laughs> no, I I just hate it because like they always like they're like uh, freshman, freshman. How do you? And like we, they all look at the freshmen before we could even say boo, like all that. Oh yeah, I just hate that stuff. I was yeah. like, we don't even get a chance. We're supposed to, <laughs> we're supposed to be one here. We're then, supposed to all be patriots. Yeah, we're a team, guys. No, yeah. but um, my brother and like all the, I was friends with the upperclassmen from freshman year to you know until I was a senior, and like they were like, it happens. Like no matter what. Yep. When I was a sophomore, junior, I turned around and started booing. It's just, it's just what it was. But like yeah. some people, like that's why freshmen are kind of scared to go. I feel like. Yeah. Too, which kind of sucked, but it's like I mean. Yeah, because you guys are hazing them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Mike's throwing trash bags on them, Man, and he's almost thirty years old. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, get out of the stadium, dude. At least go away from the student section, bro. Of black trash bags. <laughs> Put it on. Like, you would probably need a whole box now. He's like he's the Ben Stilly of the Millard South <laughs> student seventh year senior. Just relax. Are you? Just not that no. Almost fighting fifteen year olds. I'm out on all that. No, none of that is true. Well, if there look, if there's one thing we know about mm-hmm. Coach Andy Means is that the man loves to zone read. Oh my gosh. I love it too. Shoot. Yeah, yeah, well, I bet you, you did. did. Yeah. And, and I mean, like, that had to, I mean, that kind of had to excite you in high school knowing that your football program literally <laughs> will run the zone read on third and 40 and you're heading to Nebraska to play under Scott yeah, Frost. No, that, like, that was, that. That's one thing that I love. Like, I was ready pretty much. The transition was so smooth because I ran what I did in high school. And then here is like, you know, same, nothing like crazy changed. I was like, I, the only thing, I think. My sophomore year, we were we were running with a fullback and stuff like that. Which oh, okay. Really, that was so fun. <laughs> yeah. You miss fullback, right? Because so, I was my sophomore year, I was I was on varsity, and I was like second string, third string, whatever. But I was five five, one hundred and thirty pounds. So I was just hiding behind and all of my six foot two like buddies and stuff. And it was just I would sneak through and stuff. And like I was, I mean, I was scared sometimes, but yeah. most of the time it was just like, dude, this is this is sick. Yeah, that's the advantage of being a shorter no, back. Like, dude, like it was. I mean, I loved it. Is there going to be a fullback in Whipple's offense this year? I come on, bro. there's Gant can't do it. I think <laughs> I told like we would, like mess around and stuff when we do like goal line. Like Appleboy would be like, Gant, get in there, go be like he'd replace the uh the tight end and whatnot, and we'd run like a little. <laughs> but it's awesome. It was it's just like dude, like I was everyone's like, dude, Gant, you are a fullback. You mm-hmm. need to be a fullback. I'm like God, that would be so. I'd run behind you all the time. He's a oh, yeah, Jerome Bettis, yeah. right? Yeah, he's ridiculous, dude. He's I mean he's bigger than Janovich, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, and he's you know what? I saw him versus Northwestern. He kind of fa- I mean I don't want to say he's fast, but I mean he's no he's he's pretty. He's very fast. He's is, is he faster than you? Come on, <laughs> Come on he's uh he's like he's like quick fat like it's like sneak like because he was 180 pounds in high school 
Then what happened? 190. Did he, did he eat a small human? COVID, dude, he was 260. He's big Coming boy. in, and He's then he lost it all. He's like 225. I think that's where Coach wants to be, 230-ish. Yeah. But he was like always just, his legs just moved so fast. Like even when he was big, big, and we were on a scout team together, me and him ran scout team. It was so fun. But everyone's like, oh my gosh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And he like talking smack and stuff. He would just go. He just runs. He'd get tired, obviously. Like when you see his, like when he runs, he runs. It's like impressive almost. So on this podcast, <laughs> yeah. when we first started, yeah. he had a nickname on this podcast. If you look at his, his height and his weight, he is built like Herschel Walker. And we called him Herschel Walk-On because he oh, yeah. was a no. freaking walk-on that was, was built like Herschel Walker. Yeah, no, he's, yeah. I didn't know he was a walk-on. Yeah. When he first got here. He didn't have the grade. I he think he didn't have the grades or whatever. And something. he was from Florida and yeah. he, he committed to Travis Fisher. That's the reason he even came here was for, yeah. for T-Fish. And then, yeah, but. But they knew, like he knew he was going to eventually get on. Like he's like, yeah, like I'm going to be on scholarship at some point. I just, I was like, oh, I thought you're already on scholarship. <laughs> no, you I came mean, from Florida to do what I'm doing. You know, like, I was like, yeah. dude, when I looked at him, I was like, what, you're walking? I was like, what am I doing? What am I? You're two of me. Look like, yeah, am I supposed to look like that? So, so where, I mean, where did you kind of, where did you have interest from like coming out of high school? And like, did you, did you choose walk on over scholarships maybe somewhere else or like kind of like what was, what that looked like? So I had a bunch of, you know, like the, I don't, I didn't, they didn't really tell me I had scholarships yet. Like uh, Midland, you know, like in AI and like private schools. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A couple D2. Some Peru states. Yeah, Peru state. Northwest Missouri state. Well, yeah, you were talking about North Dakota earlier. And see, the thing is, you know. North Dakota was my only like D1 offer. But like with my grades and like my size and when I was the stuff they were telling me, they're like, right. yeah, like we're going to give you like a month to decide. I was like, it's like, okay. Uh, I was, and this was still like recruiting was still like pretty much beginning end of my senior year. Like I was trying to focus on the winning the you know championship and that's when they were kind of telling me like oh that we're thinking about offering you whatnot blah blah blah. so i was kind of just waiting the season out to see maybe if i could spark any more offers yeah and then at a certain point like what are you like thinking about blah blah blah. and i was like i'm just not ready like i don't know what if something else pops up and i guess in my brain i was like if i'm committed i'm committed i don't want something to pop up and then like have to switch and whatnot right but um i'm kind of glad i didn't because as soon as like they like cancel whatever you do you know on offer i don't know um i did i talked to uh apple or kenny will height sorry mm-hmm. yeah the walk on because he was talking to me too he's like would you be interested in this blah, blah blah and so like i talked to him i was like yeah i think i i, I would be interested in walking on and whatnot so i i uh signed in like january or the late signing day mm-hmm. and whatnot and i figured out as soon as i did that the running back coach the only reason why i was going to go to north dakota he actually transferred to sacramento or whatever in Cali, and I was like, I'm, I would have transferred out if he left because he was like the the main reason. Like he was sending me slideshows of what I need to do. He was talking to me, so hmm. I still like text him every once. I'm like, you know, like how you doing, blah blah, blah all this stuff, because he was just such a cool guy. But and then I was like, everything just worked out. And then I got a, a Susan Buffett scholarship for uh, at UNL, so I'll pretty much all I have to pay is for like housing and stuff. Oh nice, awesome. So everything just worked out. I was like, I'm kind of glad, like. I'd rather be pushed to my absolute max than like kind of settle for anything less. Like, yeah, you know, I didn't want I didn't want to go somewhere where I knew like I, they'd limit me or cap me. They wouldn't be able to push me as far as, you know, a D1 Big Ten school would. Right. So it was just the smartest decision. Well, and I'm sure uh, your support system has something to do with that. I mean, you no, got you got quite the quite the support system. So yeah. I'm sure right. they're they're proud Hello. of your decisions. So, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm, shout out. Yeah. Pretty much anything I did, they would have been cool with it. So. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Great. So you're our first 
current Nebraska football player as a guest. And so a thing that I'm curious about is this Ireland trip. Okay. So do you guys have your itinerary all planned out? Oh yeah. You know, how what's the what's the vibe in the locker room? Do you guys like really want to go? Or are you guys kinda like I mean, I want to go, but I gotta win this game. Yeah. So like what's the what's the balance there? Yeah, uh, they told us so they told us how it would work. So like we fly in a week early, pretty much. We get there, you know, a few days before. We have two days of practice. I'm okay. pretty sure before the actual game, we practice on some field. I forgot what they said or whatever. It's we play the game, we do a walk. I think we have like two practices and a walkthrough and then the game. And then as soon as that game's over, we fly back because we have to start practicing, you yeah. know, yeah. Monday. And so like as soon as we get back, like we're going again. Like it's just it's gonna be a really tough week for everybody, but it's like, you know, that's that's what you get for flying. Yeah. Okay. Internationally and whatnot. But yeah, no. It's I think everybody's excited. I mean everyone's talking about it, you know, who wouldn't yeah. want to go? I hear you. Do you gotta do like uh some tours of some stuff uh, with the team or I don't know. I mean, since we're going to be there a week early, maybe. Yeah. I mean, cause it's through like Aer Lingus, right? Yeah. So, I mean, and I know like they have all this crazy stuff for like fans and whatever. So I would imagine like the people that are putting on the whole show is like, you yeah. know, they're, they're going to treat you, you good. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. You make the trip from Lincoln all the way down to Dublin. I think they'll take care <laughs> yeah. of you. Yeah. Just throw it out. Go there. <laughs> good, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> Don't See go to week. this Irish bar. Go to this Irish yeah. bar. I think the drinking age in Ireland has got to be lower than it's in like, America. It's like 12 or something. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as you Sorry, guys. Room, you're, you're does, does mom and dad, are they going to Ireland? I don't think so. No? Oh, okay. Well. All right. I heard that sold out like that, like right away, the Ireland. I know. What was the last number that we said? It's like. It's so expensive. It's like three to 5,000 a person or something. Yeah. Like that's insane. It's a lot. Like, it's a lot. and they have a whole thing where it's like set up where like you're like you sign up for a club or something. You all go together. Yeah, yeah. You have to like stay with the group. That was like when we looked into it the first time when it was supposed to be against Illinois last year. It was like okay, so you have to do everything with all the Husker fans, and you can't go off and do your own thing. And I'm like, why would I want to do that? Yeah. Like, I don't just take a. It's like a vacation. Yeah, I like if, if it's got a vacation, well, I'm gonna do what I want to do. And here's yeah, the right. thing, you might not get your return on investment. That's not what I'm saying. Isaiah, don't hold it against me, but my heart would be broken if I spent that much money to go to Ireland and then we lost. Oh my gosh, it would kill gosh. me. Oh, I, I would just die. I would like. Don't ever say that L word ever again. I yeah. Know. Damn it. No, we're going. <laughs> Isaiah says that we're going to win against Northwestern, right? Yeah. No, we have to. <laughs> Absolutely. We have to. Yeah. Northwestern is always like at least one of our top like five games every year. Yeah. It's I'm, the closest. Absolutely. It's like the most like. You know, 50-50, except for last year, it's kind of just... You know. Well, and that was yeah. the anomaly game that you just don't... Did you score see. in that game? No, I didn't, I didn't play in that game. Oh, you didn't play in that game? <laughs> I would. <laughs> you should have. I mean, it's 56-3 or whatever. Seven. Seven. No, yeah, no. That game would have been... And it was uh, under the, the lights, too, which is oh, so yeah. sick. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Was that, was that the first time they busted out Thunderstruck? Was that the first yeah. game? Yeah. Good with Henrik getting, going nuts oh, with the, the air guitar. guitar yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, those... Not, like, the Michigan game was also... That was oh, so freaking electric, man. I like, was, why don't we just play all games at night? Because TV probably. TV, and, and they, they want teams that are winning a lot of games to be at those primetime spots. I Believe me, as a fan, I have season tickets. I'm, I'm at every game. As a fan, I would love the night game because I have a lot more time to pregame. Yeah. <laughs> these these 11 a.m. games, they, they catch up on you when I get at the tailgate at 5 a.m. It's just not as fun. We, we don't need to make any low-hanging fruit jokes about winning teams playing at night. We don't need to do that. It's okay. not necessary. We play at 11 a.m. And anyway, no um, matter what, the, the vibes are nice. I kind of like 
either or, but the, the nighttime is like, you know. What's the game prep like? So it, it, for an 11 a.m. Game, game, do you guys have to like show up to Memorial Stadium like bright and early? No. Like, um, the night before we set the Horton, the hotel, whatever, yeah. we, they, we stay in the hotel. We eat. Um, the next morning we have meetings at like 7, I think. Or we have like, I think we have a church service at 7 or a meeting. I don't know, some hmm. meetings or something. And then throughout the day you have a couple meetings or whatever. And then you drive to the stadium at like eight or nine something like that to like game prep and whatnot and then so you're not you're not home the night before you're at you're with the whole team and you travel you know together okay nice it's nothing crazy but it's yeah so we 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 did ask some people that follow us on social media to submit questions and zach was one of them we already kind of asked that one so brandon underscore crazy on twitter asks what has been the biggest difference in offensive line blocking scheme in your perspective there was a lot of hubbub during this offseason and now with greg austin and donnie riola with their philosophies so have you noticed like a significant difference in the philosophies in the o-line um i guess consistency okay i mean that's like the easiest thing you could say but it's like that's the most like apparent one that like to me at least it's like every when we run a play, uh, if we do mess it up, it's something slight. But usually, it's the same hole. You see the same thing, like, it, and it makes it easier easier on us because when we see the same thing over and over, we can start adjusting to things behind right. that point, and we can start, you know, working on other things that we usually don't get to. Versus maybe last year, we see it and then it changes, and then mm. we can't get to the next level to work on other crafts and whatnot, which is huge because obviously we couldn't finish last year, which was our biggest issue. But yeah, now right. we're able to get past that and just move up to the next level and work on finishing a lot more, which is sick, which okay. I love. Okay. Um, so, I mean, that, that was it right there. That we, was the we need, only we, mailbag question we, we had. We need more friends. <laughs> questions. More friends. Yeah, we need more <laughs> friends. What do you do? <laughs> I don't know, man. I, there's only so much I can do, man. He's I can't, I can't bribe. King. I can't bribe these people, you know? <laughs> um, just last question. I, I have a feeling I know the answer, but what, what has been your biggest highlight while at Nebraska so far? Biggest highlight. It can be personal or team, I guess. Just whatever kind of sticks out in your mind's eye about your experience at Nebraska so far. That's a good question, actually. Cause, I mean, uh, I have a lot of highlights in my brain, in my mind. There's okay. a lot of stuff. Like, it's just the feeling, I guess, of like nobody wants to practice, you know? But sometimes, like, you just go out there and you do it. Like, to me, when I look back at practice, like, oh, I miss practice. Hmm. Like, I, I just want to go practice. So I guess practicing would be like the highlight. You're a different breed, man. Yeah, yeah. you are. Talking about practice. <laughs> we have a sociopath in our midst. But you also likes like, practice. Like I don't <laughs> I don't get to play. So like that is that's, my football hey, now. That's fair. Know? That's so like, fair. That's, that's what I look for. Those are my game days. Those are those are everything. We do it, you know, three times. Look, man, how many people can say that they scored a touchdown during the spring game. Yeah, that's true. You know I, what I mean? That was, I, I guess that would have been. A that's what I figured it was. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I forgot about that. I you forgot awesome. about it already? No way. Because, no, like, I mean, spring games was just kind of fun. You yeah. Know? I don't really see it as anything. I mean, obviously, like, the, everyone gets to see it in person. Right. Mm-hmm. But, like, I mean, it was just, yeah. I guess, yeah, we could put that one up there. Too. Well, you know that, like, half the state was like, that Isaiah Harris guy, he scored a hey. touchdown in the spring game. Mm-hmm. You know, 
Yeah, no, that was, that was making cool. waves. I love how they said like, "No, it's all running or alone or whatever." Yeah. Like, oh, believe me. Oh, look, I'm telling you right now. I was like, "Let's go." Yeah, let's go south. Let's, like, yeah. I kind of wish it was like farther away, but I mean, it was. You, you take what you can get. You yeah. Know? Yeah. No, I loved it. It was fun. I almost had a 90 yard, 80 yard. I don't know. If, I, probably there was a clip of me running straight up the middle, same, almost same play, pretty much. What? Oh my gosh! I think <laughs> I got. I was trying to avoid this guy, and there was a guy who was pursuing, and he barely got me. And if he missed, it was eighty yards. It was ridiculous. I was excited, like watching him. Like, oh wait, I, yeah. <laughs> oh wait, it's two hand touch. Oh, that guy was gonna score. Yeah, oh man. shit, that was me. <laughs> I've had I've had that exact same play happen the second game my junior year against Gretna. Like it was like seventy something yards. It was so hype, but I love those. It was an inside zone play. And you just see it, and I, you're like, bro, you just I, feel this little thing hit tunnel, your your heel or dude, your leg, and you're like, no, yeah, no. It, it was like <laughs> when I see that, my legs they don't like they just go. Like I don't think about juking. I don't, like there's a guy in front of me, I'm running past him. Like it's like that's how I think of it. But that I was like, I don't see anybody, and then someone just comes and slows me down just enough, and it was just yeah, turf monster. Yeah. Yep, I'll send it to whoever. <laughs> yeah, who just who runs we'll the, link it, and yeah, we want to yeah. see it. Okay, yeah. yeah, drop drop it in the drop it in the chat. I think I have it. I'll, I'll send it in the. Yeah, do it. That'd be good. We'll post it. We'll post it. Tag I think, you. I think it is. This could have been the longest oh. touchdown in spring game history. It was in my. Uh, it's on. It's, huh. I tweeted it as well. Okay. Okay. We'll find. We'll it. retweet yeah. it. If I would have scored this, or if someone didn't tackle me, I forgot what I said. It was funny though. Damon liked it. Ben Benny. Yeah. 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 He loved it. He thought it was funny. Who's good who, dude? Who was the guy that got in between you and the end zone? Do you remember who you it was? God, Name names. Yeah, the guy, the guy that's thwarted your sh- chance at glory. Who was that MF-er? Oh, um, Who do we got to kill, basically? That's what I'm asking you. <laughs> I forgot his... Unless he comes on the pod. <laughs> no, he's... he. I think he left. He transferred out. He's oh, a transfer. Uh, he's one of those transfers. Guzman from Westside. What's his... I suck with first names. That's fine. I'm really good with last names. Listen, you don't have to answer that. Yeah. He's yeah. one of those bad transfers that yeah. leaves. No, we like the transfers that come in. We don't like the ones that leave, right? The best yeah. ones are the ones that come in. They bring their best. I don't even know. Like, he just kind of disappeared, too. Last question, and we're going to wrap this thing up. Do you have any funny stories of any of your, your current or past teammates at Nebraska? Mike likes to hear the shenanigans. Yeah, he I, lo- I love the yeah, shenanigans. That's just something no one really ever asked for. That's why I wish I could like save those in my brain. I know. I should have asked you ahead of time so you would have had like a, a story no, locked and loaded. I just love like uh, it's, there's so much to love. I, I don't know. There's a bunch of funny stuff that happens like in between reps and stuff like that. Like you just can't really you know put a pin on it. It's just I don't know. It's, it's just a moment in time yeah. where it's like okay. Say, oh, that was funny. All right, back to back to practice. Right, right. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, fair enough. Nice. He, Mike tried. I, I tried. You know. Yeah. <laughs> if I think of something, I'll just I'll take it. Well, yeah. Hey, there I, you go. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll voice over to it. Yeah. <laughs> Isaiah said this. <laughs> this guy did this at this party. <laughs> I mean, why is it always to be a party? <laughs> you don't know. Nasty chicks and parties <laughs> and. That's all you care about. Hey, the Bo Plooney era was lit. That's all I know. Yeah. There's a lot yeah. that happens outside. Yeah. No. I don't oh, know. man, we got to make this another hour. <laughs> <laughs> Just rat on everybody. Yeah. All right, so listen here. Yeah. So here's the thing. All right. Well, well, I, well yeah. before you before you close out, Jared, I, I, I think my cousin would kill me if I said that my cousin Donovan played volleyball with you at right. – uh, where, where was that at? Senate. Senate, right? Yeah, okay. Okay, yeah. So they play – Isaiah was subbing. Uh, no, I was at, just there. I was, oh. It was Father – that was Father's Day, right? 
Yeah, I was just in town and surprised my parents. Oh, my okay. Brother, okay. My brother sub. Gotcha. Okay. It's such a good son, right? So, yeah. So, they were all just enjoying the, the volleyball scene. And, and uh, my cousin Donovan texted me and was like, yo, man, Isaiah Harris is here. You want me to ask him about the pod? I'm like, yeah, man. Yeah. Like, bother him. Bother him. Yeah, bother him. <laughs> yeah. Like, go bother him about the podcast. Yeah, he and, loved uh, talking about it. It was cool. Yeah. yeah I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, down. I'm always down for a little podcast. Get my name out there a little bit more. It's yeah, fun. Yeah, no, that's absolutely. fine. We'll get, we'll get you back on here, too. So. Yeah, no, for sure. I'm yeah. down. All right. Well, okay. hey. Isaiah Harris, thank you again for taking the time out and family. Thanks for yeah. coming out. To Shout the- out to all the family that came out. Shout out to the fans. Yeah. yeah. All of y'all. <laughs> Hundreds of them. Goes, God, I can Dude, barely the, see them back The there. room is so full. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Well, hey, let's all have a great night. Yeah. Yep. No, right. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right. Thank you again, Isaiah Harris, for coming on the No Block, No Rock podcast. I will say one of the things that will always stand out to me was him saying the words north and south yeah you were over there just like shaking and you're like if if his grandma wasn't in the room right now i'll tell you what i would have jumped over the table got me all kinds of excited um that was that was a fun interview i mean you know like we said before he had his family in and i i wonder how much uh were his answers filtered at all? But I don't think they were. I think he was pretty no. genuine with everything he said. And no, we didn't really great. ask him anything that no. he couldn't answer in front of his family. And yeah. they were very laid back. I, off air, we had some fun conversations. He is not of age, so he could not enjoy the Nebraska Brewing Company beers with us. That's right. Let's make that clear. Yeah. So, um, but his family got to try a couple of them. And, uh, but yeah, so we, we had some fun off air. So I, I really don't think he filtered himself too much. Nah. Nah. Okay. So just to wrap up, let's do some house cleaning here. NBNRpodcast.com. There you will find past episodes. You can find merch to buy. Hats. Handbags. Handbags. God damn it, handbags. Buy can please buy it. We have t-shirts. I mean, I already said hats, right? I mean, Mike's wearing a nice hat. Kyle's wearing a nice hat. Polos. Quarter zips. Dude, the quarter zip that I've got is Clean. literally like one of my favorite things to wear. I'm not kidding you. Clean. It is so comfy and it fits so well. Yeah. Mm. Anywhere that you get your podcast, we are there. Spotify, Apple, whatever. Just look up NBNR podcast. If that doesn't come up, do No Block, No Rock. Either way, you will find us. Give us a five-star review. Please give us a download as well. Every time that you guys do that, we be, we get more... Um, um, notoriety and attention. I think we want. All, I think we all want that, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I'm just making sure. Just want to make sure that all those five star reviews that we got on Spotify, we could we we could get a, we could get afford a few more. Yeah, let's get some more. Yeah, get some more. Hit that download button. You give know, I some. know. In this modern day, give me some more. I generally myself, I I stream podcasts. But if you have a favorite one, and No Block No Rock is one of your favorite podcasts. Mm-hmm please hit that download button. It helps us immensely. Yep. It gives you better quality in the podcast and it helps our guests and it helps everything if you hit that download button. So I know that some people don't know what they're doing when they get in the app and everything, but if there's three dots on your screen, click that, hit the download button. If, if you see a, a downward arrow, you click that, that's the download button. Yeah. And if you see, if you see five stars next to it and they're all like, like blank stars, that means you haven't voted yet. You got to hit five of them. Yeah. Not four, not three, not two, not one. Hit five. Hit five. Okay. Just to make it clear. 
you can even just put it on auto download so you don't have to do that every time you so, could you could yep subscribe to the pod it's america it'll automatically download on your phone yeah and it helps us out immensely and make sure you see the infamous tiktok king on tiktok Jesus. yeah check out jared's ugly ass mug <sighs> on the no block no rock talk or no no bo- block no talk no block Idiot. no talk that's why he's not doing it <laughs> can't spell can't fucking talk yeah talk like t-o-k talk okay um yeah you threw me for a loop there i wasn't gonna promote that um twitter at nbnr podcast go follow us we're always posting videos and my stupid talk takes <laughs> they're all on there okay guys let's sign off shall we so i'm it. one of your hosts jared hall Kyle Byers and Mike Delaware. And as always, beat Northwestern in GBR. Hail Varsity Radio every weekday afternoon from 4 to 6 p.m. Hail Varsity Radio is the best sports talk radio show around. And you'll never go a day without exclusive Husker coverage. On air, online, and on podcast. Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbal have you covered. Every weekday, 4 to 6 p.m. with Hail Varsity Radio.